Welcome to the Better Leaders League. I'm your host, Cecilia Gorman. I'm a coach and trainer who helps managers of all levels navigate the messy, challenging, and fulfilling work of leading a team. On this show, you'll feel like you're sitting down with a trusted friend and coach who's on your side, sharing real life leadership lessons designed to make your job as a manager just a bit easier. Folks in the league are committed to being better leaders, and since you're here and listening, that means you. Enjoy the episode. Hello there. First thing I want you to do is to picture a tug of war. (laughs) Do you remember playing that as a kid? Probably got outlawed for some liability reason, but uh, one group of kids would get gather at one end of a rope and another group of kids would gather at the other end of the rope and you'd just pull as hard as possible. So if you're picturing that tug of war, I think it's a great analogy for your confidence. You know, your confident self has one end of the rope and your self-doubt has the other. And any time that you want to step into something that requires confidence, that, that takes a bit more courage, that's maybe you're a little nervous or anxious about, you have to first battle it out with the doubts and the inner critics that show up. You know, sometimes confidence wins that tug of war and sometimes your self-doubt does. But what's most frustrating is this, what seemingly feels like a lack of control over which one's going to come out on top. I know for me, God, I battle with confidence on mo- so many things every single day. And it, it's not that I don't have confidence. It's that I also have self-doubt. I mean, you think about it, you're, you're equipped with confidence and whether or not you, you know that, or you feel that a certain time, it's just that you also have this big megaphone stuck in your head and, and self-doubt has the mic. And so those two things battle it out from day to day. So what can we do about it? Well, if you've been listening to me in this podcast, you know that I try to direct all of my lessons back to managers. And so by the end of this, I'm going to give you an idea of something that can help you grow confidence, but let's just talk about what it takes to get more of it. I recently read a book called Alter Ego, and it's by Todd Herman, if you know who he is. And what Todd does is he helps folks learn ways to tap into the power of what he calls secret identities. And and he does this in the context of trying to help his clients get more confidence. So Todd typically works with elite athletes, you know, high-level executives. And what he does is he uses visioning techniques, and he has his clients imagine an alter ego. And, and what that alter ego might do, might think think um, under pressure. So if you can imagine that, a, a champion athlete envisioning themselves as a gold medal winning Olympian is, is much more powerful than imagining themselves stumbling and, and falling. So being able to Im- imagine a, a secret identity, a separate identity, or, or what he calls an alter ego, and, and to see, God, this person is, is so equipped, they're so good, they're so confident, and you almost feel the feelings of that borrowed confidence from this figure that you're imagining in your head. So if we put that in a work context, if we take something that people typically lack confidence around, and and in this case, I'm going to use public speaking as an example. So in in order to learn how to boost confidence and and tame your self-doubt when it's your turn to speak up in front of a client or at a big meeting, you too can tap into the power of a secret identity. So let me walk you through how Todd explains that we do this. The first thing is you got to think up somebody that embodies that particular skill and and does so quite well. So identify a public figure, uh, a famous person, or just somebody that you know who you think is excellent at that thing. Okay, so if we're talking about public speaking, can you think of someone you know that is just stellar at speaking? 
This year's inauguration comes to mind for me, and I think of the young lady, Amanda Gorman, who was so incredibly eloquent um, at her time uh, in the inauguration. She just gave this, uh, recited this poem in a way that was literally just mind-blowing. She was so good. So identify the person that embodies the skill. And then next, think about, you know, what it is that that particular person excels at and, and what it is about them that, that you want to tap into when you're feeling less than confident. So in this same example, maybe it, it was Amanda's really calm demeanor. I mean, you had to imagine she was shaking in her boots, <laughs> knowing she was going to step out in front of the entire nation and, and millions and millions of people on camera. But she was so calm. And maybe you want to tap into her posture. I mean, she just stood in a way that screamed confidence. And maybe you want to tap into the way she used her arm movements. She was, she was so purposeful in the way she used her hands to, um, to make a point. Okay. So once you figure out who the person is, make a list or just think through what is it about what they do that I want to tap into. So you could think of, if you're in sales, you could think of an expert salesperson. God, they're, they're just so good with the way they open up the conversations or, or they're, they have such strong negotiation skills or, or they establish rapport really well. And then finally, what you want to do is, is cultivate kind of like conjure up the feelings that you would feel if you stepped into the personal power of this alter ego. You know, how would you feel delivering a speech as well as Amanda Gorman did? And, and imagine what the, that rising strength of what it feels like to be in front of that crowd to, to nail your delivery. And if you use this borrowed feeling and your, your alter kind of like speaking ego, that can become your courageous starting point. That's what can tamp down your inner critic or, or tell yourself to, to be quiet for a moment. Think of it like borrowing the mad skills of someone else to jumpstart your own. And, and the wonderful thing is, is that mentally we can do this any time we need to by just picturing someone who already exhibits that strength. Okay, managers, <laughs> now you know the power of an alter ego, but how are you going to apply it in the way that you manage at work? Well, my guess is that for managers, confidence fluctuates at different times for different people, right? We're, we all have different dispositions. We're all unique in the type of things that we struggle with and, and how our experiences have molded us and, and where we might need confidence in our own leadership, right? So, so where I need confidence is going to be different than every other manager that works at my company. Okay, so what we have to do is we have to start to dig into where might I need confidence? Me, myself, not the, not the manager next to me, not my boss, but where is it that I might need to? And there's three steps for us to be able to identify where and how that we might need to tap into this alter ego. So number one is take inventory. Are there any tasks or skills that you feel less confident doing? Okay, there's, there's so many things that are under a manager's jurisdiction. Are there just particular things that give you anxiety or you just don't feel 100% equipped for? Uh, what types of conversations or situations cause you a bit of anxiety? Is it, is it a conversations that you have to have with a certain level of client? Is it the situations where you have to give you know, constructive feedback? And you can also take inventory by asking uh, things about the people that you work with. Is there, is there somebody that intimidates you? Is there somebody that causes you to feel less confident? And so that, that starting ground is us taking inventory of like, huh, out of all the things I do on a daily basis or a weekly basis or just in, in the realm of me managing, where are the places that I just don't feel 100% in my confidence level? Where does my self-doubt start talking in my ear? Where is my inner critic kind of beating me up a little bit? Okay, so the first is take inventory. 
The second is, is what I call dissect the details. Okay. So now that I've got this inventory, think about where and when and why these lower confidence situations might be, might be showing up for you. Okay. So where, when, and why it's almost like the game of clue. <laughs> Do you remember that game? <laughs> Me and my sisters used to play it quite a bit in the game of clue. You're trying to establish like who, where, and why. So it's like, uh, Mrs. Peacock in the conservatory with a candlestick, right? Because you're trying to solve a murder in, in, in Clue. So where, when, and why? So where? Well, at work. When? Well, when I'm in client meetings. And why is that? Well, I recently got feedback on how I present and it was really tough to hear. And frankly, it got in my head and now I'm nervous. So where, when, and why can help us dissect where confidence might need a little bit of bolstering. Okay. So another example, where? Well, with a, a new project team that I'm on, when, well, when people call on me or they're like, hey, Cecilia, what do you think? And I'm asked to share my point of view. Well, why is that making you feel less confident? Well, I'm not as experienced as the other people on this team. And frankly, I just kind of feel intimidated to, to speak my mind. Okay, where, when, and why is the dissection level that we want to get to? Because frankly, we're just trying to narrow it down to figure out what can I... What can I leverage best? Where, where can I power up and pay attention to without feeling like, oh God, I need more confidence in everything I do. <laughs> like that would just be overwhelming. All right, so we took inventory, we kind of dissected into it. And then finally, we've got to just stop and think. Consider the roots of where this might be coming from. And, and you can do this by asking a few questions of yourself. You know, see, see if you can figure out why self-doubt might be overshadowing your confidence. What's causing those feelings to come up? Are, are there underlying reasons why you're feeling that way? Did, did something happen recently that shook your confidence? Are, are you letting your inner critic grab that mic and, and speak in your ear and hold you back? There's always something under the layers. Um, you got to peel some layers in your onion to just really get at why am I not feeling confident? Are you comparing yourself to other people? Are you setting the bar too high? Are you focused on perfection rather than confidence? Are, are you just not, not feeling like you have the same amount of experience or you're feeling younger than people there. Like something is under the surface. And I think if we peel back your layers just a little bit, you might be able to get a handle of it. And so once we do this three-step assessment, okay, this is actually the most important part. It helps you figure out where your self-doubt might be showing up, okay, and overshadowing that confidence. And it gives you insight into the best place to start. So if you did this work and you're like, you know what, it's definitely my confidence feels shaky when I, when I have to speak up and I, I'm really, I've really been holding my voice back. I've, I've not really been sharing entirely what I'm thinking because I don't want to cause problems or I don't want to contradict my boss. Like once you get that information, then you can start using an alter ego. Like, Hey, what, what would a senior person in my position do? And um, imagine somebody who was superbly equipped to handle that. What would they do? How would they handle speaking up? What's a step that they might take? How would you feel if you actually did share your point of view? Would you feel empowered? Um, would you feel courageous? I, I know for me, you know, I'm a, I'm a business person. I play this mind trick on myself all the time. Okay. If I have to make a sales call to a client, oh my God, because <laughs> the last thing I want to do, I talk myself out of it every which way to Tuesday. So sometimes I'll say, Hey, what would a top salesperson do right now? They freaking pick up the phone and make the call, right? And or if I, I get frustrated because I'm procrastinating things, I'd be like, hey, what does a millionaire entrepreneur do with their calendar? 
like what kind of system would they use, right? So I kind of tricked myself into like, hey, if I was the top of my game, if I was the number one, you know, speaker or trainer or business person, what would that person be thinking right now? What would that person be doing? And I use that kind of as like a, a, a courageous pull. So I imagine myself as them, and then I do the thing that they would do. And, and then I can kind of come back to myself after I do the thing, <laughs> right? So it's a combination of, of courage. It's a combination of action. It's a combination of imagination and all of those things working together to help you boost confidence when maybe yours is a little bit shaky. I'm so glad that you're here and listening. Again, I, I try to take a piece of advice, shove it through the management filter and give you a takeaway that you can use as you, um, you know, work with your own team as you manage what's around you, whether that's in your life, your home, your work. I'm here to serve and I'm happy you listened. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to today's episode. And I have to ask you, what's your takeaway? There was something in this lesson that was meant for your ears, for you right now, as it applies to your leadership and, and the current team that you lead. So I encourage you to spend a few minutes thinking about what you heard today and how it applies to you. And if it makes you think of any other managers or leaders who might benefit from this lesson, will you share it for me? That would be helpful, as would you rating and reviewing this podcast on my behalf. I'm happy you showed up today and took some time to invest in you. Again, my name is Cecilia Gorman. If we're not already connected on LinkedIn, send me a note. I'd love to hear from you. And if you're interested in hearing more about what the Better Leaders League is up to, you can find us at betterleadersleague.com. And remember, always believe in better.